This is the Douglas Robin Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Doug's Den of Discussion. I, I apologize for the long delay between podcasts, but many of you know that I had a book launch uh, last week, and so I've been taking up a lot of my time. And I wanted to thank you as well for um, the nice response uh, that the book launch has received. So thank you so much for that. But um, Love in a Dying Town is, is obviously out there on Amazon, um, getting some nice reviews. So, But let's get out the podcast. Gotta, gotta, gotta. I was walking the other day and uh, my brain was on fire. Wouldn't stop saying what I gotta do. Gotta take care of the dog, gotta clean the cat box, gotta do the dishes, gotta do, gotta do bills, gotta do more marketing. And it was this, this terrible loop um, that adds to the stress, right? And we're all too busy. I said to my uh, wife the other day, the expression, you know, my plate is full. I can't put anything else on the plate. I said, well, is it even a plate at this point? It's more like a platter or a table. And we all just keep piling more and more on it. And the stress, all of us, everyone I speak to seems to be strung out on stress. Too much going on, not enough downtime, not enough time to enjoy the flowers, if you will, or the sun. And it's got to change. And it starts with us. When we were younger, when I was younger, I would go to the woods a lot. I still go to the woods. But when I was younger, I didn't live in that gotta gotta mentality. I lived in the here and now. I, I had the time to sit on a rock. I didn't feel the pressures of hurrying to 14,000 things that I need to do. And so where do we lose that? We lose that along the way with responsibilities, with this stress, and it's terrible. We live, start living for this external, leaning into the external, but it's that internal, that, that few minutes of calm and quiet meditation, sitting out at, at a river with the sun upon your face. That's what matters. That satisfies the internal. And so I think we're all responsible here of shifting the world by taking actions and or the opposite, not taking actions, stopping and getting away from the stress, taking a few minutes for ourselves or a few hours or a few days. I know people, and you probably do as well, who haven't had vacations in years. I know a guy who recently took a two-week vacation, his first one in five years, and shut his phone off for nine of those days. And he said, Doug, I got to tell you, it was the greatest thing I've ever done. It was the most cleansing, cathartic thing I've ever done. Because it allows us to get back to ourselves, to get back to that simpler self. When I was a child, I was probably a little bit of a funny child. Uh, and perhaps a little ignorant in some ways as far as schooling. And I didn't like labels. I didn't want to know 
the names of trees or the names of flowers or birds. And in some ways I deliberately kept myself ignorant and it was a strange thing, but I understand now why. Because labels separate us. Once we start labeling something, now it's me and them or us and them or me and it, etc. Race, color, creed, finance, whatever it might be. But when I would go to the woods, I felt one with it because I wasn't saying, oh, look at that oak tree that is X, Y, Z. I was simply being immersed within it. And because of that, I always felt a part of it, not separate from it, meaning on that more spiritual level instead of the mental level that goes, I'm different from it. I'm separate from it because I was never separate from it. We get separate from it when we start living in this hypertension, gotta, gotta, gotta. But that's not our truths, right? Who do we become if that's all we're living for? We start becoming powerless. We feel like I can't, you can't keep up with everything. And so that's what I said is like, you know, the, it's no longer a plate that we're all dealing with. It just keeps getting larger and larger. And all we do is seem to become worker ants, hurrying from one task to another, superficially existing. But there's, there's something that's been going on for hundreds, if not thousands of years, and that is walking. Simple walking. Don't have to do some hardcore exercise. Don't have to you know, push yourself. I got to do five miles, 10 miles. Simply walking. There was a Stanford University study recently that says walking can enhance your creativity up to 60% if you walk 30 minutes a day. There are other, other studies that show that it increases or, or he helps heal cardiovascular pulmonary issues so as the heart and the lungs. It reduces heart attacks. It greatly reduces hypertension and stress. So if you just get out 30 minutes a day and reclaim your life, because that's what I have to do. I keep reclaiming it everywhere I can. And I, I realized even trying to sleep at times at night, it haunts me, the brain. Oh, now I'm going to be chattering. And I realized 90% of it is just nonsense. It doesn't matter what it's trying to control or dictate or, or understand because it's wrong most of the time. How many times have you, you kind of thought out a scenario with a person or you think it's stressful or you don't wanna have a conversation with someone or whatever it might be and your brain is wrong. It's almost always wrong because it doesn't know what it's talking about. And yet we listen to it as if it is the gospel when it's in fact, in fact the madman on the loose. Few other things, <clears throat> excuse me, I wanted to say. First of all, writing and most of what we do is sedentary. Watching TV to escape the stress. Work, most of our jobs are, are, are sedentary. But walking allows us to reconnect to the earth, reconnect to our bodies, reconnect to the air, reconnect to the sun. So walkers, you know, writers have been walkers for years. Charles Dickens, Henry David Thoreau, obviously, Hemingway, 
And, and the philosopher uh, Soren Kierkegaard had a great line that I wanted to share with you. Above all, do not lose your desire to walk. Every day I walk myself into a state of well-being and walk away from every illness. It is amazing how profound, that was the end of the quote. It is amazing how profound walking can be to stimulate thoughts, stimulate attention, and not to mention separate us from the busyness of it all. Getting into the simpler, going and looking at a lake. It's amazing when I go to the ocean or certain locations that that's where I feel like the spirits are. You start relaxing, you start finding answers that you're not going to find in day in and day out stress. And I'm going to leave you with, we're all responsible for this busy, stressful world that we live in. And therefore, if we're responsible for it, part of the problem, we're also part of the solution. And the solution is to start shifting how we experience time. Because so many of us living for the weekends, the weekends aren't long enough, the stress starts again on Sunday, going into Monday, and we do it again. And it feels like we're on this, this never-ending treadmill. And so it's imperative <clears throat> to find the times for the important things. At the end of the life, it's not going to matter. Oh, I worked. And then you have the people who almost like chest bump how many friggin' hours they were. Well, I did 60 hours. Well, I did 70 hours. Great. You're working yourself into an early grave. That is not what you are here for. Good work, yes. Ethics, yes. We're all here for broader things to move ourselves forward, to move humanity forward, not to be simply cogs in the wheel, worker ants. That is it. Gonna podcast gonna be consistent again. Thank you all for the support. Love you. Wish you all the best. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Douglas Robbins Show. To find out more about Douglas and his books, check out douglasrobbinsauthor.com.